Whoa, whoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at your rollie, uh, look at my rollie, uh, that's a small face, uh, this a big face, uh, she can't see my room, fuck her in the hallway. Getting bored with this money, count it all day. Yeah, they thought we were soft, boy, you learned the hard way. Not with all the talking, turned it to a closed case. Look, pull a scadella and a vanilla. All white, that plain Jane, yeah. The road's going better, hundred the better. I took the money and flooded my best. You diamond the rock, computer the set. VVS diamonds, they pop you like kettle. I pop the molly to get on my level. Yo, 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 yo. It's your boy, Alex War fucking do in this bitch you know what i'm saying world is world podcast episode three we in this bitch ha 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 this nigga westbrook trash ha 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 i'm shitting on you okc fans ha 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 follow me on instagram at word of the dude follow me on twitter at word of the dude and i'm gonna chop up this podcast it's gonna it's gonna be a long podcast i'm gonna tell you right now it's gonna be a long fucking drawn out podcast trust me okay Follow me on Twitter at Word of the Dude. Add me on Snapchat, CEO Chief Skeet. If you'd like to see my wonderful stories, I like to diversify my stories. I like to diversify my portfolio. And, uh, you know, check it out. You know, something different. Now, um, Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Russell Westbrook, man. You, you know what? And I've been saying this ever since 20, 20, uh, 2013, I want to say. 2013. 2013 season in the playoffs. Russell Westbrook is a... He is a detriment to his own athletic ability. How can you have... How can you possess the athletic talent of Russell Westbrook? And you've been in the league for almost a decade and not achieve a single thing but an MVP. And, and and the moment that you achieved that MVP was in the midst of your prime when you won the MVP when you were 28, nigga. And you got the MVP only off the merit of you averaging a triple-double after Durant, the player that was pretty much covering your ass for the past... Okay, when did, you, when did Durant leave? You know, 20, uh, 2016 he left? So he was basically covering your ass... For a good nine years, with his efficient shooting, with his efficient scoring, something that you could not do efficiently, you could not even make plays efficiently. You were not a good leader. Durant covered your ass for nine years before he left. Right? 2016! July 2016, July 4th, 4th of July 2016, Kevin Wayne Durant signs with the Warriors. There is backlash. There is, social media is is going crazy over this move, right? They are can't believe that someone like Kevin Durant would actually leave the Thunder because of his loyalty. Right, he was he's such a loyal player. But you see, when you deal with fucking business, when you deal with money, when you deal with opportunity, you will compromise that loyalty to maximize what you can achieve in the NBA. Let's get this understood. LeBron James spends 
what, seven, eight years with the Cavs? He leaves, goes to the Miami Heat, forms a big three. They win two championships out of the four years he was there. Okay? He leaves, that team comes back to the Cavs. Wins a ring in a controversial way, but he wins the ring. They blew a 3-1 lead. Okay. Kevin Durant leaves the Thunder after being with them for eight, eight years? Seven years, right? Eight, nine years, right? They don't. They make it to the finals. They get outclassed by the Miami Heat. They are a young team. You would think with that that talent, that caliber of talent, that they could actually achieve more. They don't. Why? Russell Westbrook shoots inefficiently. James Harden shoots inefficiently. Reggie Jackson comes off the bench and shoots inefficiently. He averages three turnovers off the bench, which he currently averages for his entire career. He is fucking garbage. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant was the prototypical lifesaver candy for Russell Westbrook's career. If it were not for Kevin Durant's gifted, efficient, Versatile shooting ability. He was gifted to shoot the ball. If it was not for him being drafted to that team, how much would Russell Westbrook really achieve? How much how much credit would Russell Westbrook really get for what he achieves? How much will his play on the court translate to championship rings without Kevin Durant? We need to start asking these questions. We need to start thinking logically. You see... And I don't like going off topic when I say that, but Kanye West, when he said that slavery was a choice, what the media likes to do is pick a specific part of what you say and completely blow it up and pinpoint that specific sentence. That TMZ interview he did was fucking 40 minutes. Okay. They put a three-minute clip, the original three-minute clip that they put on TMZ's YouTube page. It's titled, Slavery Was a Choice, in quotation marks. That was it. They didn't mention anything he said before that. They didn't, men- they didn't, they didn't mention anything about him when he was talking about how uh, we need to think forward, forward thinking. We need to start using new ideas, stop talking about the problem, and start thinking about the solutions. He was speaking on this. But Harvey Levin and TMZ, they want to pinpoint, oh, slavery is a choice. When he was specifically talking about the mental slavery that these niggas have you on, these corporations, the media has you on, he is telling you the truth, but you're so stuck on his words that you completely miss his point. Kanye West, you are a fucking retard. Yes, you are a fucking retard because you do not think before you say things, but I understand your intent. I understand that you're saying the truth. I'm not a I'm not an idiot. I when I hear the truth, I acknowledge it. I don't discredit it because of the person's beliefs or principles. That is something a fucking retarded ass surface level nigga would do. I think logically about everything, nigga. Everything. <laughs>
So logically speaking, Russell Westbrook, man, you are a detriment to your own athletic ability. We're about to go year by year. We're about to go from 2007, the year Durant got drafted, to current, the present day, okay? <clears throat> and I'm, I'm, I'm about to give you stats behind everything I'm saying, so I don't want you guys to feel like I'm just purposefully just hating on Westbrook because, believe it or not, I don't hate Westbrook. Matter of fact, if you hate any NBA player, you have to reevaluate your life because these players don't give a shit about you. Matter of fact, you watching the games is putting a paycheck in their bank, okay? So that is not doing anything. You're doing a disservice to yourself. So there's no point in actually hating a NBA player, my nigga. There is no point. You're paying them by watching, by supporting, by talking about them day in and day out. So, objectively, I'm about to go year by year and explain and show you how and why Durant will always be better than Westbrook. Always. He has saved his ass year in and year out with his efficient shooting, his efficient scoring. Kevin Wayne Durant was drafted in 2007 to the Seattle Supersonics. They were the Seattle Supersonics. Kevin Durant was initially a shooting guard upon being drafted. Kevin Wayne Durant averaged 20.3 points his rookie year, 2.4 assists. Um, you know, he, he did pretty good. Okay, I'm, I'm, not, I'm looking at the stats right now. He shot 45% from the field. He shot 28% from three. Keep in mind, this is rookie year. Uh, 40, 43% actually, yeah, actually 43% from the field. Excuse me. I'm looking at the two point field goals. He actually shot 43% from the field and you know, pretty, I mean, it's not, it's, I'm not going to say it's efficient, but it's his rookie year. He's still averaging 20.3. Okay. This was the year before Westbrook was drafted, even drafted, okay? 2008. What does Durant average? He goes from 20.3 points to a whopping 25.3 points a game. He improves five points. Five points. His second year in the league. Russell Westbrook, upon coming into the league, 15.3. Averaging three turnovers. Three, his rookie year. 5.3 assists. Shot 27% from the field. 27. <laughs> he shot 39%, and I'm rounding up. I'm just gonna round it up to 40%, but it's 39% nigga, from the field. 2009, the 2009 season. Okay, 2009 season, Durant averages 30 points a game. His third year in the league, he's averaging 30, 30, 30 points a game. But he's a snake though, right? Averaging 30 points a game, his third year. Russell Westbrook's second year, he's averaging 16.1. He averages the same amount of turnovers from last year, 3.3. .3. But his assists go up 
because he's having the ball more. His usage rate's going up. <laughs> and the funny part is, even though Westbrook's usage rate goes up, Kevin Durant was still averaging 30 points a game somehow. That is how good and efficient he was his third year in the league. Something that Wiggins apparently cannot do. Something that Cat can apparently not do. It's kind of funny, you know? 2010 season, Westbrook averaging 21.9. So he's gradually going up. Gradually going up. He's still... Three point, his turnovers go up. <laughs> he's averaging 3.9 turnovers. 2011, he averages 3 point... Uh, 3 point... Uh, what is it? 2011. 3.6 turnovers. 2012, he's averaging 3.3 turnovers. 2013, he's averaging 3.8 turnovers. 2014, he's averaging 4.4 turnovers. 2015, he's averaging <laughs> 4.3 turnovers. 2016, he's averaging 5.4 turnovers. This year, he's averaging 4.8 turnovers. And he is a career four turnover <laughs> a game guy. This is the guy. This is your guy, right? This is your guy, Westbrook, right? We have to start holding these niggas accountable. We have rookies in this playoffs that are <laughs> are blowing my expectations out the fucking water, number one. Ben Simmons is... Now, Ben Simmons, it's a learning curve for him, so I can understand that. They had people saying that they were going to make the finals. I never thought that was realistic to begin with. Um, but Donovan Mitchell is really, he's really impressing me, and I am definitely did not see that coming. I got to give it to Gobels in the Discord. Um, he's the one that called, um, we were doing a top three Rookie of the Year candidates. He put Donovan Mitchell as one of them. Um, I, I would have never seen that coming from Donovan Mitchell, really. From just looking at the scouting report and a couple games from him, I would have never thought that he would be this good in the playoffs. And Jason Tatum, got to give it to my Duke alumni. Duke, Duke is just being highly represented, you know what I'm saying? We're just, we're just doing Duke things, you know? Got the top three recruits in the nation, you know, for next year. So, my point in all this is... You know, KD, for his career, averaging 27-7-4. Russell Westbrook, for his career, averaging 23-8 and... How many how many rebounds? And six. 23-8 and six. And four turnovers. Four turnovers. Durant averaging three turnovers. And shooting way more efficiently than him. So... Russell Westbrook, you're out of here, man. You're out of here. You're really trash. You lost to a fucking rookie. You got outplayed by fucking Ricky. Paul George, and I'm not going to say that Russell Westbrook is completely to blame because Paul George, you let a nigga named Joe Ingles drop 20 on you <laughs> in game four or game five, game three, whatever the fucking game is. He dropped 20 on you. And he got, you let a nigga named Joe Ingles get into your head and your psyche and affect your game that much to where that you go two for 16 in game five? You're trash. You're trash. There's no excuse. I don't care if you're going to be a Laker next year. I don't care. You play like fucking trash. Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony might be the most overrated player of all time. And whether Carmelo stands, I want to agree with me or not. 
That's fine. But the numbers don't lie, nigga. Numbers don't lie. I don't know what the fuck he shot. I don't know what he... I, I believe he only made two two or three threes the entire series. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not sure on that, but the way Carmelo's been playing the whole season, that wouldn't shock me at all. Russell Westbrook. You shot 19 for 48? I believe. And you think that you are... You're just part, you're not, you have no say in this. Like, you are just, we're a team, you know what I'm saying? I got to do whatever it takes for the team to win. I'm going to put an interview in this part of the podcast. I'm going to show you guys an interview. And what he said in this interview pretty much sums up why Kevin Durant left. Let's go ahead and hear this clip. Eric Horn, the Oklahoma, and uh, Russell, uh, it wasn't just primarily you in those last few minutes. Right. You, know, you were able to get some shots to Steven and spray the ball around a little bit. What did you think about the offense that you guys were able to generate in those I last I thought we minutes? did a good job, man. We got stops on demand. Um, you know, I think we were down 10 or 12 or like four minutes ago. Uh, got some stops. Uh, got some buckets in transition. Uh, you know, got to the basket, tried to make some plays. Uh, I think P3 at the end should have been a foul call, in my opinion. Got him in the air. Things like that happen. Russ, there will be some that are going to look at this box score and see kind of the disparity in shots. Do you do you even react to that, or is it just you know the answer would, to that question, Royce? I know I do, but what I want to hear you say it. You say it yourself. I'm not. I'm not. Re- I don't react to nobody, man. I, honestly, bro, I, I don't. You guys in here, um, people at home, um, people across the world. It don't really matter, man. One ear throughout the other, man. Only thing that matters to me is the man above is God, man. My family, uh, my teammates, the organization, and everybody else. I, I don't really care. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't bother me. No, it doesn't change my life. It doesn't change my family. Uh, it doesn't change uh, how I believe in myself. It doesn't change how I believe in my teammates, the organization. Um, it doesn't change anything. So I really don't care. So I'm glad I got to hear you. Cool. Good. <laughs> Uh, number one, I didn't go through the free agent process uh, the first time. Uh, number two, um, two different relationships, um, you know, um, and I think two different, totally two different, you know, two different things. You know, obviously Kevin was here and for many years and then decided to leave, and, and Paul's only been here, you know, for, for some months, and you know that's the decision that you know Paul will eventually make, but. Like I said before, man, our, our friendship and our bond, um, you know, what we created together is more important to me. And uh, that's that's what I, I truly care about. And, and uh, me knowing Paul, like you said before, he definitely wants to be here. Um, and that through free, free agency for, for any player, it's always a decision up to them what's best for their family. So you kind of see what I'm, you see what I'm talking about, man. It, it's this attitude that <laughs> this is the reason why Durant left. And I understand the loyalty aspect. I understand um, people believing in their minds. They have this emotional connection with Kevin Durant, supposedly. 
that him being loyal to the Thunder, you know, him having even a movie based around the Thunder, you know, Thunderstruck, um, that he would be loyal to that team and nothing, he would never leave. But when you're playing with a specimen and a, a, a fuck nigga like Westbrook, you know, Kevin Durant, he likes playing team basketball. He loves playing team basketball, okay? Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he leave the Thunder? I understand the aspect of him going to the Warriors might seem like a low blow, but if this is if this is Kevin Durant that we're talking about here, if he's always being if he's tired of being regarded as the second best player all the fucking time, this nigga has to make fucking moves, nigga. Can we be real? The best team that gives him the best shot of winning is the Warriors. No matter what you say, you could say the Wizards, you can say the fucking Spurs, you can say whatever you want. But those teams aren't a perfect fit for Kevin Durant. It was a perfect fit for Kevin Durant to join the Warriors. It was perfect. They let Harrison Barnes go so that they can free up space to sign him. The Spurs still had Kawhi Leonard. They were still building around Kawhi Leonard. They just won a title. Be realistic when you speak, nigga. I hate when niggas say this dumb shit. It's not logical. The Wizards aren't even an option. Yes, he is from Washington. That doesn't mean shit when it comes to business. This is a business move. LeBron didn't go to the Miami Heat because he was had any kind of relationship for Miami. He just had a relationship with D-Wade, and he decided to team up with Chris Bosh and, you know, D-Wade. There was, there was no personal connection he had with Miami at all. It was a vacation spot for him. There's no tax. It was, it was, it was a good business move. Just like LeBron who is going to leave the Cavs again. Get ready, Cavs fans. Get ready to be mediocre again. Get ready to be mediocre. Okay? When LeBron goes to the Rockets, come back to this podcast, and we'll see exactly how scripted the NBA is. Because the NBA is a scripted sport. I I hate to burst your bubble, but uh, the NBA is a scripted sport. Just like the other four major professional sports in the U.S., (laughs) they are all scripted. They all have money behind it. Anything that has money behind it can be controlled. This is basic. This is common knowledge. This makes sense. Why do you think Vegas is making money constantly? They have been making money for the past 50 plus years off professional sports. This has been documented. They have people that work within the industry, within the professional sports, like Tim Donahue, a referee in 2002 who rigged the fucking 2002 Western Conference Final Series and got caught working under the table to make sure that the Lakers won the fucking, won the NBA. And I'm a Laker fan and I'm saying this. I'm a Laker fan and I'm saying this. So if you niggas know that Tim Donahue can rig referee, can rig games, can rig series, For the benefit of making money in Vegas, what makes you think it's not happening even more so now? Even more so now. That was 16 fucking years ago. You don't think that shit's happening again? Come on, man. Use your your brain, all right? Use your brain. This is World is World Podcast, man. Episode 3, Westbrook Wears Choker Part 2. You know what I'm saying? 
you heard it, you heard it yourself. You heard it, you heard it yourself. You know, you man, Westbrook, this is, this is the exact attitude. This is the exact attitude that got Durant the fuck out of there because he understood that his potential, his potential of winning an NBA finals was very, was, was capped out because of how Westbrook's, how Westbrook plays his playing style. You cannot play like Westbrook and be successful in that. It is not the early 2000s, nigga. And even in the early 2000s, that was a era dominated by ISO players like Allen Iverson, like Carmelo Anthony, like Tracy McGrady, like all of these niggas, like Kobe Bryant, who only won because he had the supplement, supplemental parts that he could use to actually win the NBA Finals. He wasn't going to win a championship just shooting all those shots without having any support system or having a, a great coach to help him play in a system to utilize his talents more. You can't just play the way you want and win a championship, my nigga. Championship teams, 99% of championship teams have teams that either play excellent defense or play team basketball they swing the ball constant ball movement they utilize their offensive players and have them play off ball get easy shots crash the boards have role players that know their role those teams 99% of the time will win a championship will win the championship no matter how much another team might have talent 2011 heat no matter how much talent they might have if you don't know how to utilize that talent, if you don't know how to maximize that talent's potential, you will not win an NBA championship. This is facts. This is by, if we're going by what you niggas see on the NBA screen, this is facts. The last five, last five, <laughs> last five NBA champions. Okay, the Golden State Warriors, they play team basketball. The year before that, Cavs, they only won because you know what happened. Draymond got suspended. Curry was injured, they lost. If you want to think it's an excuse, oh well, go fuck yourself. This is my world. 2015, Warriors, the Warriors win. They play team basketball. 2014, Spurs, they play team basketball. 2013, Miami Heat, they play team basketball. LeBron James actually plays in the post. He utilizes his strengths in order to maximize his winning potential. That is called a championship caliber player. LeBron James, 2013, okay? That is why they won. 2012, the same thing. LeBron James understood his role. D-Wade had to mentor him and teach him how to win, how to trust his teammates, how to play within a system. That is what D-Wade taught him. They won a championship. 2011, LeBron did not get this concept and they fucking lost to the Dallas Mavericks. Dallas Mavericks came out of nowhere, won the fucking title. Again, a team that plays solid defense, excellent defense, and has a team that plays together as a team. They play off ball. They have role players that know their role. 2011, the Miami Heat, fucking trash. They lost. 2010, Lakers, Kobe Bryant, Lamar Odom, Derek Fisher, Matter World Peace, Pau Gasol, Andrew Bynum. They all knew their role. They all played defense. They all knew how to play in a system. Phil Jackson. 
All of these championship teams, they won because they had a system in place. You cannot play like Russell Westbrook and put some supplementary parts around Westbrook and expect an outcome unless Westbrook changes how he plays. If Westbrook does not change how he plays, how does he expect to get any better? This is insanity. You Thunder fans should be ashamed of yourselves. How can you put up with this nonsense? The day that Westbrook leaves the Thunder or the day that Westbrook retires will be the day that you niggas will finally wake up. The day that you niggas will finally preach, oh, team basketball. You should be preaching that right now. You should be preaching that shit right now. It's ridiculous. I'm not going to drag this out any longer. This has been a long enough podcast for you guys. This is episode three, World is World podcast. Episode four probably will be about the Toronto Raptors or Kanye West and his uh, slavery comments. Slavery was a slavery was a choice because you niggas can't really understand to grasp the concept of what he was trying to say. I understand what he was trying to say. Kanye West is just someone that does not know how to communicate well. I understand his intent. I understand what he was trying to say. But, you know, when... And I feel like that interview... I, I'm going to just do this. I'm going to do this in the next podcast. Because him being in TMZ, that kind of environment, that's not going to help him think well. That's not going to help him communicate as well as he should. So... You can see the you can see the difference in between him on TMZ and him with the Charlemagne interview. You know that that interview was April 18, and you know the TMZ shit was recently, like last week. Night and day, you know those were just night. Those were almost like two Kanyes, almost as if those were two Kanyes. I will elaborate on that in the next episode. This is World Is World. Please follow me on Instagram. Uh, at Word of the Dude, uh, Twitter at Word of the Dude, uh, Snapchat CEO Chiefski. I am driving like 120 miles on the fucking freeway. I hope I don't crash, and I will see you niggas later. With this money, count it all day. On the south side of town, getting me a ball fade. Pass us some stuff, we can down and all take. No, can't trust her, she gon' leave us all lace. Bust the bankroll in the club where she's like.